Welcome back to Flickering Lights. This is a Christian podcast made by students for students. I'm Ashley. I'm Daniel. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Haley. I'm Natalia. And welcome back, guys. We're so excited you tuned in. (laughs) So I'm honestly just going to start off with the verse of the week because I have the verse of the week this week. Um, So was that funny? (laughs) (laughs) So the verse of the week I picked is actually my favorite Bible verse is verse or verses because it's two but um isaiah 55 8 and 9 and it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the lord as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts um i really like this verse because it really shows like i mean he gives us a choice of whether or not to trust him and choose him but he flat out tells you like yo my way is better (laughs) like you can do your way if you want to but like we have different ways and my way is way better than your way Mm -hmm. so it just gives me hope like in a it's i i'm more inspired to trust him now because i'm like oh yeah like his plan is so much better than mine so i'm just gonna trust him so that's my verse of the week that's cool that's good yeah good verse my favorite verse it changes often though i love the bible (laughs) (laughs) that's right now that's my favorite verse i'm like yeah so yeah what was the video where it's like Oh, it was that a rise, wasn't it? Where it was like, uh, my favorite quote, the Bible or something. Remember oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite quote, the Bible. <laughs> the whole Bible? Yeah. <laughs> From beginning to end. That's literally, yeah. yeah. No, that's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. I felt that. So, shout out of the Ooh, week, correct? Shout out of the week. Yeah. Shout out of the week is really awesome, this episode, because guess what? We also what? have a guest that is... The shout out. Woo! His name is Mario Brown. Super excited! This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. we're so happy you're here. How does it feel to be the shout out and the guest of the week? It's amazing, you know. All glory <laughs> to God. So yeah. There you it's go. Great. There you go. Amen. All glory to God. Yes. Yes. Nobody's had has had that honor before, so yeah. you're, the you're the first. first. I'm glad to make flickering lights history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sure. it's world history, bro. not flickering lights history. Oh, we should have like an ever. award ceremony. Mm-hmm. Right, flickering lights award ceremony. Like the Dundies from the Office. <laughs> <laughs> we like give out random awards. Uh, It'll be like a light bulb. The best one named Haley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best Haley on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That's tough competition. I know. It was tough, but you pulled through. Mm -hmm. You got first. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's begin with some trivia, correct? Yes. Let's do it. Mario trivia. Let's do it. Mario trivia. Five questions. Uh, I consider them actually dumb. I mean, it's it's just the questions. It's not like the answer. Oh, the answer. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so the first question what's my major? Make food. <laughs> okay, but wait, how do I say it? Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Damn. You don't Make actually know. I do. Okay. Mechanical engineer. Close. No. Dang it. It's a type of engineer. So. Electrical engineer. No. Sorry. Um, <laughs> industrial engineer? No. No, it's. No, no wait, wait. Don't say it. I got okay, it. I will say it. No, I don't. Um, no, words? it's not civil engineering, is it? It's not civil. Chemical engineering. engineering. Oh, Aer- aerospace engineering? Oh, I stuff doesn't have that. aerospace. I probably would have been aerospace. Uh, I don't know. I only know software engineering. There's one more that you guys can see. Dude, what are we missing, bro? <laughs> We're like, listen, <laughs> all I'm, I'm not list. an engineering person, bro. I'm not I don't even know the ones you just said. Dude, I thought it was um, mechanical. Is it like auto? Is that a thing? Oh. No, it starts with a. Should I stay the same? Yeah, it starts with a B. Biomedical. Yes. Wow. I was going to say biomedical sciences because I thought I remembered your voice saying biomedical. But then I was like, not sciences. I should just put them together. Wait, what chemistry are you in then? Are you in a chemistry class yet? I didn't have to take chemistry because I took AP Chem. Oh, you took AP Chem? In high school. Oh, you don't have to take Orgo? Dang. Yeah, I was not hard. No, I did not take AP Chem. Oh, you have to take Orgo? You gonna take that next semester? Probably. I, don't I can help you, but that means he yes. took I will definitely be reaching out to you for help. <laughs> and pass. <laughs> Organic chemistry Did is mass basal heat. Nah, that's know. like the smart days. people over there. <laughs> that's no. a cool major, man. That is cool. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's not very popular, but USF is like one of the only schools around here I think that has it. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
good. Yep. Let's check yeah. the next question. Now. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. <laughs> That's hard because it combines both the science and the math. Yeah. Mm. You don't gotta That's tell so me that, man. Different. I know. I'm <laughs> like, people oh. usually choose either one, like science or math, right? They don't he combine. He's like, I want to do you combine both. The two. Well, I just, I honestly didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. Whether I wanted to do engineering or go into the medical fields, I'm just like, oh, biomedical. It's like a mix of both. Yeah. Oh. But I don't know if that was the best idea because the classes are kind of hard this semester. <laughs> What's your um, hardest class? My biomedical engineering class. BME oh, wait, what's that class called? That's it's just biomedical engineering. BME. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Okay. Imagine you just learn the whole major in and then not one class, <laughs> yeah. and you don't even take any. Yeah, more I graduate this semester. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So next question: What city was I born in? Something in Ukraine, correct? No. No, you're in Ohio, bro. Yes. So Ohio, okay. Ukraine is right next to Ohio. My mom was born in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry. Places. Okay, um, it, yeah. it's not known, right? It's like a, something that's like a smaller town. Well, yeah, but... But can I, can I name the city? You can name like the, to, yeah, the big city. Columbus? Close to. No. No. It's not it starts with a C, though. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. I just realized there's a lot of big cities in Ohio mm-hmm. that start with C. It's not oh. Cincinnati. Columbus? I you said Columbus. <laughs> I was like, why is that in my head? That's because you already The only said. other one I know is Toledo, but that starts with a T, obviously. Yeah. So I'm out of guess. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Mm, Actually. Cedar Springs. I don't even know if that's a Can't. Sound. No. Can't. Cleveland. Cleveland! <laughs> I thought of Cleveland, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have never yeah. said that. We should retake geography. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we were all struggling there. <laughs> okay. Next question. What's like, what like, what's like my ethnicity? Like, like I actually just gave it away. I You're said my mom Ukraine. was born in Ukraine, Ukraine. but yeah. well, where's my dad from? That's oh. that's like really your dad's funny. American. Ohio. He actually is, but where? But his grandparents are from one specific small country in Europe. We're, uh, I swear it was like Denmark. No. <laughs> Dang it, Ura. This is a small country. Yeah, honestly, now that I think about it, maybe it wasn't a good trivia question. No, I don't know how no, you guys no, answer no, it. No, like we can get because we learned about you. Latvia? No. Is it? It's somewhere well, in southern, southern, southern Europe. Yeah, I that think. helps. Like, like the Balkan region. <laughs> oh, okay. So like, it, it's, it touches the Mediterranean Sea. Oh. Greece. That just no, cleared that's up a good all guess. the questions. Croatia. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Oh, that's oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, it's pretty pretty country. small country, but it's it's cool. That's I've been cool. there a couple times. So. Dude, so when like the last World Cup, I think it was the last World Cup, when Croatia was and versus France, that was you big. guys were that was big. Yeah, I was I was in Croatia that summer of the World Cup, and I watched um, Croatia play Russia in like I don't know, it was like the World Cup quarterfinal yeah. in like the capital of Croatia, the town square. Mm-hmm. There were so many like flares and like <laughs> like people throwing beers and stuff. Yeah. Dang. Um, like my sister got drenched because when Croatia <laughs> scored, people were just like throwing <laughs> their drinks and oh stuff. Oh my god! But it was cool, dude. After the U.S. got out, I was like Croatia all the way because it's so cool. There's a small country. They almost beat France. Um, they beat Canada, correct? Didn't they beat Canada or something like that? I think they beat Canada. They definitely beat Russia. They they beat Russia. They beat England. They beat. Like, that's so freaking cool. That's, yeah, I was rooting for them, but then France had to be like, no. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> and then the next question is, what two sports did I, well, I played multiple sports in high school, but like, what were my two main sports in high school? Oh, I forgot about racing. I don't know. About... Track? No. Dang it. Soccer. Yes, that was one of them. Oh, soccer and basketball. No. Oh, I said soccer. Soccer and hockey. No. Damn it. It's they. I played both of these sports at the same time, so they're both fall sports. They're in the same season. Is it tennis? I'm just taking. No, I did play tennis senior year. That's a good guess. guess. I'm trying to think of what (laughs) sports are in that season. (laughs) It's like the biggest sport. Soccer and baseball. Football. Football. Yeah, I was the kicker. Oh no! That's cool. Nice. The last color. I mean, the last, <laughs> color, the last question. The last question. The last color. My mind is racing right now. It's okay. No, We're last... on edge of our seat. What could this question be? You already know. What's my favorite color? The hardest question. 
Is it orange? No. Dang it. Blue. Yes. Dang. Yes. I so, won. Yes, so David's favorite color is orange. Yeah, let's go. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> I just got him confused. Cool. All right, cool. Now we know a lot more about you. Yeah. yeah. That, was really, that was fun. Cool. So, that's why we like to do the trivia. Yeah. Because even though it's like difficult, we don't really know the answers. It's cool because they get to learn it. Yeah. 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 Super nice. fun. So now we're going to transition into what topics you want to discuss. Your testimony, correct? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Um, so I guess I'll just jump right yeah, in. Yeah, um, tell us about it. Okay, so I was uh, born and raised uh, Catholic, Catholic household. Um, uh, you know, I consider myself lucky to have a great, you know, great father, great mother, um, great siblings, and, you know, uh, and so I... Was I grew up Catholic, and then um, I was, uh, you know, doing sports and stuff, doing a bunch of stuff, and I was um, jumping around from like like middle school was good. It was kind of hard though. I was jumping a lot between uh, um, like friend groups and stuff. Had a couple like uh, you know conflicts and stuff, and then uh, freshman year of high school came around. I was a really um, loud kid I was very talkative all the time and that's sometimes not good because I don't know when to shut my mouth and stop talking <laughs> um, and that got me into uh, not really too much trouble but it, um, thinking back I can see a lot of people didn't like me and didn't like to be around me because I, I never I never knew when to stop talking mm -hmm. um, and then also uh, I was hanging out with this one friend group um, spring of my freshman year in high school, and they uh, they were they're like they're like nice people, like you know obviously, but they kind of introduced me to some like like I used to vape, um, I, and I and I did it because I wanted to be cool. Like that's mm -hmm. that's just a genuine answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw them, my friends doing it, and I was like, you know, I kind of want to fit in. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to you know be better friends with them, and so. Yeah. Um, that was something I did, and then I uh, was going, I was like, got introduced to partying too, uh, pretty early, and I did that for a little bit, but then right before summer, uh, freshman year in high school, um, the people that I was hanging out with, my sister was in that friend group as well, and there was some conflict that happened between them and my sister unfortunately something happened and they they didn't start and they, they weren't inviting her to stuff anymore and because they weren't inviting her they also just stopped inviting me too mm -hmm. so it was like that kind of hurt because it was like i didn't do anything um to i guess deserve that but then that summer it was really hard because i would see a lot of people would be getting invited to stuff and every weekend like kids in my grade would be hanging out, but I would just be sitting at home, like, mm. not doing anything. Um, and, you know, kind of that FOMO, fear of missing out kind of yeah. hit. Yeah, um, sure. And then also in like my personal life, I was struggling with a lot of OCD and anxiety. And that was like every night that would come in and make me like afraid. And even though it would be like no rational things to be scared of and then that's when I was like, so just, I was just done with stuff. I was like, I was like frustrated. I don't know what to do really. And then I saw, I don't know how I saw it, but I was like, I just wanted to, I saw like this ad for the Bible app or something and I wanted to download it. And I'm just like, you know, like what's the worst that could happen? Like, you know, I'm just mm -hmm. downloading an app, right? And so I get the Bible app and I see that they have like devotionals for anxiety and, mm -hmm. and OCD. So I was like, okay, I'll just do that, you know? any help is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing scripture every Sunday for my whole life, but that scripture that night at that time just hit different. It just, it was, yeah. it felt so different. It like, some, like a switch went off in my head. I was just, I just realized like, this is what I've been missing. Like, this is what I've been searching for. Like, the whole time like I've been looking for friends to hang out with trying to fit in and now that I see like 
now that I saw that that didn't mean anything, like all that was empty, I was just like, wow, this is, this is what I needed. This is what I've been missing. So mm. each day I went back to that devotional and the, it just got better and better each day. And then I started praying, like actually praying, like meaningfully instead of just doing it just every night because it's just out of habit. I started yeah. praying in the mornings too. Um, and then I started um, just reading the Bible more like, like kind of for fun because I just wanted more of it <clears throat> and then I just basically at that I just gave my life to Christ I was like this I was like this is it that's um, awesome and that's really cool so yeah that's kind of like before I knew Christ but mm -hmm. then you know obviously life got way better after that mm -hmm. but it hasn't necessarily gotten easier mm, so for yeah, sure. obviously yeah like there's still stuff that like I, I'm still like struggling with OCD and anxiety, but it, it's getting better um, mm -hmm. every day, and yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It's really cool. cool. Thanks for sharing that. That's yeah, so cool. of course, so of course. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. So, first question I have, but yes, your parents are Catholic still, or what? What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're still like. My dad and my mom, like, you know, we always go to church every Sunday, right? Um, and, and actually, my mom grew up Pentecostal. Um, she, yeah, she grew up in a Pentecostal church. And then her, um, in Ukraine, like, she was born and raised in Ukraine. And then I think, I don't know exactly when she was, I think she, when she was 18 years old, she moved here. Um, and then she's, you know, still going to church. And then she met my dad, and my dad was... Catholic and then um, she uh, became Catholic uh, to marry my dad but obviously she, she still you know kept strong in the faith and everything mm -hmm. so gotcha. yeah. um, both my parents they've helped me immensely like yeah. like spiritually um, they would, like my dad he would always help me um, like tell me you know give me good advice on uh, a lot of things that I need and mm -hmm. kind of be like my common sense kind of voice um, yeah and, and then my mom, too, she would always give me, tell me Bible verses right when I need them. And, yeah. and uh, sometimes she, because she knows what it's like to have OCD and anxiety sometimes. So she would, she would just tell me, like, Martin, just, just stop it, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, yeah, so that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Coming from someone that also like, kind of grew up with just kind of born into it type of thing like mm -hmm. both my parents they're not catholic they're like pentecostal christian type thing mm -hmm. but um it is i feel so blessed like to have that too like if there's an issue i'm dealing with like my mom came to me and gave me scripture like she just texted it to me like throughout the day or like my dad would back it up with biblical principles and just like getting that biblical advice like really shaped me to be like who i am so like i'm just like that's so cool that I know not everyone's as fortunate to like be born into a family that loves the Lord, but mm -hmm. it's just yeah. really cool to like see the blessing that God gave you. And I know he gave Liz and he gave me and he gave multiple people here of like just that family that like supports you with biblical principles and loves the Lord and takes you to church and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's such a blessing. And sometimes we don't see it until we're on fire for God later. And we're like, wow, like I could have been so different. You know what I mean? But that just really helps. So that's so cool to see. It's interesting to see in typically in people's lives when they grew up in a Christian household. Um, there's this moment where they, I mean, they have to make their faith their own and all that. Mm -hmm. But they go through stuff that, at least for me, like I never told my parents. You know, I wasn't telling my parents because I had this image of them where it was like, I don't want to upset them because I know they're Christian yeah. and I know I was Christian at the time too but I didn't really know what that meant but it's always like it's it's so awesome to see just how just how much God was in your life despite you not knowing him at yeah. the time you know? that's yeah. so true. That's true. and honestly it's a blessing and I, I feel like we all know like our parents probably prayed for us a bunch mm. you know? yeah, for sure. and like that probably did something you know what the I'm power saying? of praying parents is yeah so dude. much dude mm -hmm. like you have no idea how many times I would like try to get away with stuff in high school and because my mom was my mom told me that she was specifically praying that everything that I did that was like kind of bad mm -hmm. she would find out and everything that I did she found out 
there's literally no explanation for it. She just knew. I was like, stop praying for that. <laughs> She's like, no. But it was just funny because I'm like, dude, I can't do anything wrong because she just finds out. And I'm like, yeah. really, God, why are you telling her about all my secrets? <laughs> but yeah, it's just awesome. crazy. So much power in it. Yeah. There's that post where it's like, you're living the life of your prayers or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you're also living the life of your parents' prayers, yeah. Yeah. your relatives' prayers. You know, yeah, like it's all like, just a work, and God was like listening in, and He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bless this dude right here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when, because when I when I got kicked out of that friend group, right, my mom, I remember specifically, she was saying like, "Yeah, like Mario," and she saw my sister too. She's like, "I'm praying for you guys. Like, I hope you guys find good friends, mm-hmm. friends that will, you know." Like, better friends than the ones that you guys just, yeah. you know, were hanging out with. People that'll love you, that'll care for you, and, and like, have your back, you know? Mm-hmm. And the following school year, I found a great group of friends, and I've been friends with them since. And so, same thing with my sister. She has a bunch of friends at her college, too. And so, just, you know, grateful. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just one example of it. Yeah, definitely. Prayer, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. so awesome. And literally, like, even prayers that you don't know are being prayed over you. Like, I know specifically for me, well, prayer of a whole family, because, like, my grandma is a huge prayer warrior. Oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. been praying for me and my brother a lot. Like, we don't even know when she's praying, but we know, like, she's praying for us. Mm-hmm. And specifically before coming to college, I mean, I guess I kind of thought, like, I knew she was probably praying for my college experience, but I wasn't, like, seeing her mm-hmm. pray, because yeah, I was doing stuff, obviously. But then after I came to college and, like, finding Kai Alpha and, like, the friend group and all that stuff, I was, like, telling her about this stuff, and she was, like, I was literally, like, thank you, God, so much. I was praying for that, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, even before knowing about USF, I think, but especially knowing that too, and like those specific prayers of like mm-hmm. finding that godly community, finding a campus ministry to be yeah. a part of, um, our relationship with God strengthening all this, mm-hmm. and then like they like tell they you happen after, and, and it's they like, come like true. Yeah. it's so true. <laughs> the same thing happened with like similar with my mom. She's like constantly because senior year, like I lost a bunch of my friends and like it was crazy but um my mom was like continue like through my whole senior year and then like graduating that summer and then the whole first semester and even now like she's been praying for like good christian friends and now i come home and i'm like yeah we like stayed up all night we're just talking about jesus like me and you just like (laughs) talking about jesus until like four in the morning and she's just like that's so cool because that's like her prayer and i was just like it's so cool to be living it out and not even know that people are praying that for you you know what i mean so crazy i agree (laughs) i concur (laughs) That's so cool. So, was there any, I don't want to say tension, obviously, because it, it all depends on, like, the person at heart, you know, mm-hmm. they're, like, Catholic. Some people have, like, a view as, like, Catholics are not really saved or something like that. Yeah. But uh, it all depends on the heart. But was there any, ever any tension between the fact that, you know, there's, like, two different branches of Christianity, I guess you could say, in the household? So, what my mom was telling me one time... Um, Cause I actually kind of had a lot of uh, inner conflict about this. I was, I was confused and stressed about it, especially when I first came to USF. Because I unfortunately had gotten into a campus ministry ministry group before Chi Alpha that was not good, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to go to fall retreat for Chi Alpha, and I was really like tense about it because I was like, okay, Chi Alpha is sponsored by Assemblies of God, and I was born and raised Catholic. I was like, okay, is it bad for me to do that, to, to join Chi Alpha, to do Chi Alpha stuff? And I, and I knew, like, and I knew having a relationship with Jesus was always the most important thing in any Christian's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it just still kind of nagged at me. Yeah, and sure. it led to a phone call with my mom at, like, 1230 at night. I was just, like... I was I always get stressed about stuff. I was really stressed. I was like confused. I was asking. I was just like I don't know what to do. She's like Mario, listen. What God do we worship? Do we worship? Do Catholics worship a different God than Pentecostals? Or, and I'm just like it's like no, we worship. You know, we don't. We believe Jesus died for our sins, rose again. She's like okay. Then then what's what's the problem? She's like, um, and she said her her pastor um, when she grew up in Ukraine told her to not look down on other denominations because if you look at it from a certain perspective 
they're just worshiping God in a different way. Yeah. Um, and they're worshiping God in the same house, but just in a different room than you are. Is yeah. kind of like the analogy. Yeah, that's that's cool. really true. That's really yeah. cool. And so that helped me ease my conscience. And I know, like, if I went to a campus ministry group and people weren't uh, having, like, people just went there for a social aspect of it and didn't go there for community and like like godly friendships and stuff then i probably would have joined would not have joined kyle yeah. but because everyone was so um everyone actually believed jesus like actually believed the bible mm-hmm. that was something i i made sure i i stayed with um but yeah back to answering your question there there wasn't there wasn't much tension between uh my you know like like i obviously i can't speak for them but um we still my family always still read the Bible. Mm-hmm. We always pray together. There's just the only difference is that um, kind of overarching, like, uh, I don't know how to call it, like, documentations, like, that, like, that put the Catholic belief system into, um, into practice, kind of. Like, like there's always that uh, theology difference, kind of, mm-hmm. about... Um, just specific things and interpretations of the yeah, Bible. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people view Catholicism as... Catholicism and Pentecostals are, are actually... It's kind of funny. It's like two ends of the spectrum. Because yeah. Catholicism yeah. is yeah. very systematic. And, yeah. and Pentecostals are very like... Charismatic. Yeah, yeah it's very charismatic. <laughs> very so charismatic. so it is, there, is, there is that big difference. But it all just kind of came down and, and boiled down to the Bible and Jesus. And that was one thing that we were able to firmly stand on and connect on because that's that honestly that's kind of what i've seen that's kind of like what matters in the end like whether you're baptist or you know um pentecostal or catholic or orthodox it's just if you have a relationship with jesus Mm -hmm. that's when you're going to be held most accountable because god's not going to look at whether you were under the right belief system as you were growing up you know um it's about relationships. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's about relationships. So, um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. yeah. That was a really good analogy yeah. with the whole, like, I like the house. we're all just worshiping God differently, mm-hmm. and we're all in different rooms of the house that worships God. And I'm just like, that's so true. It's like, we might not, I mean, there's so much, I feel like, there's so much rivalry between denominations and churches yes. that I've seen, yeah. like, through my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, like, deep down, I'm like, we all believe in this. It's, it literally just depends on, like, do you believe that God sent Jesus down, died for your sins, and he rose again on the third day, and now he's in heaven? And, like, those simple belief systems, and I'm just like, that's all that really matters. It's your relationship with the Lord and, like, that whole thing. Because there's other different things that you can view in the Bible, like, different ways you can see how a translation is and, like, all these different things. But I'm like, it's just about the, the relationship. I really because there's a bunch of different religions but there's one relationship with the lord you know what i mean that's so cool sure. i really like that analogy that's yeah. good and don't get me wrong there are some denominations, denominations that, oh, that are actually definitely. like definitely stray from the bible yes. yeah. there are some yeah. that, are, that like, <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like right. if it has those those standards yeah. of like and they have that relationship with the lord yeah because there are, yeah, there are some denominations that are a little yeah. sketchy. <laughs> You're just like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, God doesn't change. We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I just feel like it's one thing to, like, sit down with, like, let's say each one of us at this table was, like, we were all Christian but a different denomination. Like, to sit down and have a conversation like this about, like, those more specific, like, we all believe in Jesus and the gospel and everything, but to have a conversation about the specific differences in like our doctrine or whatever versus that rivalry that's like you don't even yeah. realize the stuff that's similar you just fight so much yeah. about the differences yeah. and like yes you can and i firmly like agree with having a conversation about it and learning because yeah and just learning the other and, sides of views but learning yeah. the other side yeah um but not coming at it from a place of like mine is so much better or yeah like, like mine's like, the right way like you were saying uh something about like think oh thinking you that uh their denomination was higher mm-hmm. than like the looking other. down mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like looking looking down at the other one yeah mm-hmm. um it's so important to have the conversation rather than just fighting them because mm-hmm. like being the church and being a body of believers like we we want more people to be saved and stuff yeah. 
but they're seeing us fighting. They're like, they're not going to want to join that. that. They want to join the movement that's um, showing love and being more like Jesus or just some kind of any type of movement. It's good when like how uh, it's welcoming in that community, like how we love about Chi Alpha does that. Mm -hmm. Um, And not again, not discounting having conversations about the differences because you shouldn't just be like, oh, then like discount what you were believing at first and just automatically like think we have to be all together um but yeah having that conversation and being more like jesus it's so important to show mm, that love that's so true jesus yeah. i feel like if jesus were here he'd like hang out with every denomination i mean that truly obviously yeah, yeah. he would go to every single church service like he wouldn't you know what well, i mean like Bible, it wasn't he like was literally with all these different yeah, types of people exactly. and he did he shows us yeah. that example by yeah. being with all those different uh, types of people. Yeah. yeah. It just reminds me, like, in The Chosen. Like, I know we started watching the show The Chosen. You should go check it out. It's so good. It. It's, so good. <laughs> it's so funny because when he calls Matthew, he's like a tax collector. So yeah. Simon Peter, Simon <laughs> slash Peter. <laughs> he's like, no, dog. No. You don't know who he is. Yeah. And yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. Jesus is like, I want to hang out with him mm-hmm. regardless of who he is. So... Yeah. He's so good. I honestly, I agree with you when it was like, usually the whole rivalry between the churches, they always focus on the dis, like the things that they argue on, but they don't see how much they have in common. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if we focused on the positives and on like the, wow, we believe in the same God that is so good and so faithful and focus on the positives, it's going to be a lot easier to make friends with other denominations than to just be like, oh, well, they don't believe this and this and this, so, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, everyone's always like, no, they don't believe this, so they're wrong. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> technically. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it helps to, like, have that united front. Because I think we definitely, like, there was a Kai Alpha message about it. But, like, it's so important as believers to have our unity, like, us together first. So that when we go out... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can actually like uh, we can other show. people can get saved or like example. want to, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which like obviously Holy Spirit works and stuff, but like we yeah. want to spread the gospel and like evangelize and all this different stuff. But it's harder for people to want that if we're not unified first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can find unity in our similarities, like mm-hmm. you said. Like we worship the same God. We shouldn't be nitpicky about the details. Mm-hmm. Same body, same mind. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but like sometimes I think, I wonder what would happen if a lot of churches for missions work and like helping, like giving to the poor and like helping homeless people and stuff. I wonder what would happen if they like, they like all teamed up or something and put a lot of their funds into like one program that has like a mission that all those churches or denominations can, can, um, can be a part of that, yeah. that it'll like, cause you see driving around, sometimes you see so many churches like in one city, but they, they never have anything to do with mm-hmm. each other. They're always That's like so in their own bubble, trying to, trying to help people out in the community, but just themselves. Yeah. And they, you know, they, they can be have You could have so much done if they just like, Work together. Yeah. That's so true. So, It'd be so much more impactful for the yeah. community if, yeah. like, all the churches were in on the same goal. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then it's like, I also really love, I respect churches that are like, they ask, like, you know, you're always like, you're evangelizing. You're like, oh, what church do you go to? And if they go down to the church down the street rather than your church, just being like, wow, that's so awesome. I'm so glad. Or yeah. referring people to different churches. Like, that's something my mm-hmm. church is like, I love that my church does this. Is they're like, where do you live? And they, they pick a church right by like their house and like you should definitely go there that's an amazing church instead of being like let's figure out a way to get you to our church because it's not about the numbers at our church it's about the numbers in heaven you know what i mean that it's like referring people to other churches and working together for the same goal it's so important i respect churches that do that that are like oh that's so awesome i love that church that's amazing instead of like you should come to our church instead yeah like that just creates rivalry honestly that's like kind of a hard shake almost like we were talking about intention of the heart because then it could be like checking yourself are you leaning towards like your own pride of like I'm the pastor of this whole big old congregation Mm -hmm. or is it like 
you're happy for the amount of people you have because mm-hmm. that's more people that are going to heaven. And then, like you were saying, you're also happy for that because, yes, you, I mean, you pay attention to your numbers and you don't just like, yes, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the intention behind it, yeah. Like being happy that there's a bunch of people at yours and a bunch of people at this other church and mm-hmm. a bunch of people at this other church, mm-hmm. wherever Because the, the yeah. numbers only matter in heaven. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like that's where we need to put our focus. It's not necessarily like, oh, how many are in my church? How many are in his church? How many are in their church? It's like... The whole yeah. kingdom mindset. The mm-hmm. kingdom of God mm-hmm. mindset. Make heaven crowded. Yeah. You know, like a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those churches joining funds, you mean? Is that what you said? Yeah, just or? like if they were to get together for one day and then the church... Whatever one church usually has, like like churches usually have, probably I'd assume funds set aside for um, programs that they would do. Yeah. Um, so if they take some of that money and then combine it with other churches who have that money set aside for one program for like a day, where they where they go out and like and feed a certain area or a certain town that needs it, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot could get done versus that church trying to do it all themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just yeah. that's just thought you know um, I think one thing is though is that um, I mean that would have to be a, like a pretty big sized church like only the big sized church could do that where they have actually funds to do activities and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, and the small churches probably wouldn't be able to be involved at all or maybe they could just do like members of them and, and participate or something mm-hmm. but I feel like I feel like it could get easily um, what's it called you focus so much on this one activity and you're neglecting every single else, every single other thing that should be done, I guess you could say. I feel like that could be a weakness of it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think what um, he's talking about is like one day, though. Like, like all of us agree, like say we're all different denominational and we're like, okay, let's all come together on March this day and mm-hmm. we'll go and we'll go feed the homeless together. Mm-hmm. And so all the savings that each individual church has for that specific homeless feeding instead of just using like say you have like five bucks and you have eight bucks and you have ten bucks instead of you using your five bucks and doing it by yourself combining all of it will be such a bigger impact and it's not necessarily that we do that the entire time all of our focus is going to that but it's like one day getting everyone together instead of getting just one church or just you know what I mean yeah and we can it doesn't have to be like one specific thing like you can do it for multiple things but mm-hmm. I get what you're saying yeah. but I feel like it's not necessarily like okay I need to put all of my savings into this so that we can do this together as a group it's like yeah you still have your priorities but that little bit that you're saving for that outreach or for that ministry do it with other churches and it'll be so much more impactful you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I see it. but I see your side of you too mm-hmm. see you. <laughs> your side of you too. Your side of you. No, your side of you. You said your side, side of you. Your side view. of you. View. Oh. Your side of you. I was like, I said that right. Your side of you. We thought you said your, your point side of, of you. you. Point of view. Same thing. Your side of you. <laughs> your side of your two. I'm like, your side of your two. I heard what? YouTube. I was like, what does YouTube have to do with it? I was like, it's like, why are you talking about YouTube? <laughs> You lost me there. I think that'd be good. There's also like, I mean, the denominations they work together, don't they? Not not the de- intro denomination, but I mean like, like within a denomination. Within a denomination. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just a thought. Like you know, if mm-hmm. they could, uh, yeah. Just I'm, more, I guess more people would, you know. Yeah. For one, I'm not trying to like shoot it down. <laughs> I'm just like no, yeah, about yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we also have to be careful, like, yeah, we can reach out to other denominations, but some denominations, like, actually can be bad. Because, mm-hmm. like, that one group that I had an experience with at the beginning of, of my semester, last semester, um, they uh, they were commonly referred to as, like, a... That's a strong word, but, yeah, call, kind Damn. of. Um, just because they... If you weren't physically water baptized and apart and like a member of their church Mm -hmm. then they believed you were going to hell so that can be toxic Mm -hmm. um 
because that obviously is not biblical. Jesus didn't say you have to be a part of this denomination. Yeah. To go, you know, That's so true. Um, so I've seen, like, I've talked with other people who have been part of that group, and it just, it really, it really hurts them. So just having that discernment, I guess, being able to tell what's good, what's biblical, and what's not. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then we go for unity amongst the denominations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You definitely have to um, be able to navigate it. Um, and you're not going to work with, like, every single other denomination and stuff. But, like, trying in the places that you can, or at least having the conversation open, or, like I said, coming out of a place that's... Uh, loving like Jesus rather than the like rivalry and fighting with each other first. Mm-hmm. So there's one part of your testimony you were talking about like that moment when you like were having a lot of anxiety and OCD and then you went to the Bible and there was like oh or you were starting the devotional plan and then you saw like this certain verse or verses that like completely like change your relationship with God I guess I was wondering if I know this was a really long time ago but if you remember like the verses it was or like around do you have it I think I can pull up the the plan that I did because oh, it's, yeah, it's from the bible I think yeah, I think yeah it saves the plans you do so like your completed okay. plans yeah I'm just curious I think it's I think one of them for sure is uh, 1 Peter 5 oh no it's it's First the one. Peter five seven. I think that was one of them. The one cast all your cares. <laughs> cast all your anxiety. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think that was one of them. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, and obviously Philippians four six through seven. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. Um, that, those those two right there. Those were big. Um, Cause when I would when I would struggle with that, I would just try and deal with it myself. I didn't have anywhere to go. I was just like, okay, I just got to stop this time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that compulsion to check the door to make sure it's locked or something. But then after reading those verses, I realized, oh, if I'm anxious, if, the, if I need to double check something, I could just pray to God, give it to him, and just be at peace with it. So mm-hmm. that, was, that was one of the big things. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah, I was just asking because for my testimony too, like I had a lot of problems with anxiety and stuff. So one of the main things for me um, was like verses like that where it says cast all your anxiety on him and I just like looked up a lot of verses about anxiety and peace and then I definitely had a similar moment like you where I was like in my room like so anxious and stressed about a bunch of different stuff and then I just like turned the lights off and like put worship music on and then was like praying and like reading different verses um, and that's when I felt like his peace the trend is that transcends all understanding like washed over me and so just like obviously we don't have the same exact testimony but like just wondering that because I've like had a lot of experience specifically researching those verses so yeah for sure yeah. they definitely help when you're when you got all that stuff on your mind it helps calm you down and obviously Jesus's peace just the outside peace comes in because mm-hmm. um, it's not really something you the world understands it's it's yeah. it doesn't make sense that you're peaceful about this but just you are so mm-hmm. yeah for sure no for sure i also had something similar with anxiety issues um so yeah i know i love how you talk about the verses and running to jesus whenever you need that peace because it's so necessary and on that topic i wanted to ask um how has god worked in your life like this year and just being in a campus ministry because I think most of us here except like Daniel we're all freshmen yeah or Daniel's like first time on campus <laughs> <laughs> freshmen so cold. yeah so how has God changed your life so far um it's so after that uh thing I had with the campus groups and trying to figure out like what denominations are right after that doing stuff with Chi Alpha it was amazing because I, I never had um, like godly friends um, not to say anything mean about like the friends that I had it's just um, I whenever I would go to parties I, I would try not to drink I wouldn't want to get drunk and you know maybe every once in a while there'd be someone there who also wouldn't want to uh, drink but it would mostly be me I was always like the designated driver and stuff 
but now when I come here, like, I don't have to, I don't have to party or like to go to people's houses and party to just to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. I can, and I can talk about the Bible, talk about Jesus with, with you guys and everyone at Chi Alpha and small group has been amazing with Christian. Uh, shout out to him. He's great. Small group. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and so, yeah, just going through like those seasons of uncertainty makes the seasons of you know, community and those good seasons, it makes them so much better because you can see what you've gone through and you can praise God for it because you know you would not have been able to bring yourself through Mm. through those uh, confusing times. Um, And uh, yeah, just that's kind of the main stuff that's happened lately with with last semester and this semester, so. Yeah, that's so awesome. We're glad you're in Kai Alpha. Yeah. 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 I'm glad too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember talking to you about things that, like, I could talk to you specifically about, right? And we could, like, go back and forth and how our progress was and all that stuff. But, like, it's so interesting. Every single person has one, has something you can build off of. Mm-hmm. And you can also build off of so many other people too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally just, it's like, you know, gifts of the spirit, but also like, what's the word I'm thinking of? The body of Christ. But mm-hmm. everything is unique. Everyone is unique. Everyone has yeah. their own set. And it's all about building each other up. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like every single individual relationship you have, every single individual friendship has a purpose that God wants out of it you know yeah Yeah. that's That's really good beyond just like i mean in addition to the fact just being friends Mm -hmm. and like saying like what's up bro (laughs) but on top of that there's like a spiritual aspect and and god's like this person there's you know this thing about him and you know you know you share that aspect so like build off each other Mm -hmm. and grow yeah and it's it's really cool so yeah because like after small group i always just get this before I come to small group, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, go to small group. But then after we, we do Bible reading, we pray, I'm, like, so filled with joy. It's just, it's great. You're, I'm just, like, so pumped. Like, then we go out to the hub or Argos and eat, and it's just, it's just awesome. So, yeah, that, there's always that spiritual aspect. Yeah. Um, and then, like, building off of each other. Uh, last summer and last semester, I was in a part of my life where I was really, like, I was... I would never like play video games or anything because like last summer I wasn't sure if that was okay to do as a Christian mm-hmm. just being honest like because I knew some video games a lot of them are like are bad like you yeah. know um, but then when I came here and I saw like you and, and Christian playing Smash Bros I was like <laughs> I was like wait this is okay to do like I, like, this is, like so it helped me just relax about a lot of stuff yeah. and just mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of see what it's like for other people um, and be able to learn from that. So. Yeah, I get that. I, I also, like, I understand that a lot of doing, like, there's, like, a time where I'm, like, how much fun am I allowed to have as a Christian, you know? And Rebecca put a great, I think it was, like, one or two small groups ago, where it was, like, um, everything, I mean, God created everything every single part of you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just the spirit. It's like God's only focused on the spirit and all that stuff. God, like, wants to see you happy. God wants to see you have fun. God wants to see you, you know, form these friendships, be happy, you know what I'm saying? And, like, that can be shared in so many aspects. It's not just spiritual, you know, that we don't aren't always 100% of the time talking about the Bible, talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about how our day was. We're talking about, you know, what homework we have to do and all that stuff. And all that is just several different aspects of the character of God, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can be expressed in so many ways. And that's what's so awesome about it, is that God is so cool, bro. It just extends <laughs> so... to more than what you think a religion would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a religion is like, okay, this is the religion aspect of my life, but the religion aspect in my life is my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what yeah. God wants. Yeah. And so... um before the podcast ends, I just wanted to ask like any listeners out there and um, just to pray for uh, 
Ukraine, just just to pray for all the people there, the refugees, um, and the soldiers, and even just pray for, for Russian people and the Russian soldiers, because a lot of them don't even know. A lot of them think that they're rescuing Russian citizens from Ukraine because of the propaganda that they've been given in their country. So they don't even know what they're doing. So just pray for them, their eyes will be open. And then also that the fighting would stop, the people would be uh, just healed and um, given everything they need and provisions and just pray for God's peace to stop all conflict and, mm-hmm. and help everyone there and, and everyone involved. So. That's good. For sure. We'll definitely be praying. I know we will as a podcast group be yeah. praying for Ukraine. Um, but yeah, I think that's so good to... Guys, please help. Please pray with us for Ukraine because this is something that's so big going on in the world right now. And it's so important that God's presence be there. Yeah. So. And don't ever think that your prayer doesn't matter. Mm. Because it is... Like, it's doing stuff. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, uh, my mom's brother... Uh, got a text from one of his friends who's a soldier there and he was saying God's God's presence is there all the prayers they can feel it they know that that God is helping them and God hears the prayers um, because when they're out at night uh, and they hear that there are Russian soldiers there the Ukrainian soldiers know exactly what to do they know where to go they know what to do and it and, and it's weird because normally that wouldn't happen but because all the prayers are going out yeah. it's just helping everyone so much with with the trouble that's going on there so prayer is definitely powerful and yes even if you think your prayers don't matter they do a hundred percent so it's so good it's so cool to hear that of like wow like we're over here praying for ukraine not really knowing what's happening but in reality they're like there's little things that they know what to do and they know where the Russian soldiers are and they're figuring things out probably better than the Russian soldiers are because they're like confused, they don't know where it is. it's dark and whatever. Like that's just so cool to see God working in like the little moments like that. So, so cool. encouraging. Dude, what's that really cool story about the um, the pilot from Kiev or something? The ghost the, of the Kiev. The ghost of Kiev that shot down like six jet um, or Russian jets or something. Yeah, that's it's really. I actually don't know too much about it, but I have heard about that. That is that is really cool. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flickering Lights Podcast. And don't forget to DM us your favorite Bible verse for a shout out. I'm Ashley. I'm Daniel. I'm Natalia. I'm Haley. I'm Elizabeth. And don't forget to be the light. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.